What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey there. Welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back to Dear Gabby. I'm really excited about today's show. I decided instead of picking a card from one of my decks, I'm going to pick a chapter from one of my books. So I sat in my meditation before we began the episode and I just listened to whatever needed to come through. And I said, okay, what would you have me teach today? And I kept hearing this mantra from chapter two of Super Attractor. And the mantra was, it's good to feel good. It's good to feel good. It's good to feel good. And just kept repeating over and over in my head. It's good to feel good. It's good to feel good. And I was like, okay, thank you. I got it. That's the message. So I wanted to open and intro this show with this message. It's good to feel good. And in my book, Super Attractor, chapter two, I cover this topic in depth. And there's this one sentence that I put at the top of page 26, which is kind of hardcore and could be a little bit jarring, but I want to break it down for you. The key to feeling good is to decide to stop feeling bad. Okay, here you go. That could be really jarring for someone who is suffering deeply at this moment. You might think to yourself, well, Gabby, how the hell could I stop, just decide to stop feeling bad? Well, I can speak to this with a lot of authority. No matter how dark of a moment we are living in, we can always lean into a better vibrational thought. We can always lean into hope. We can always lean into prayer. We can always lean into a request of the universe. And I understand this deeply because when I was at my lowest low suffering with suicidal postpartum depression, even then I could make the decision to feel better. That decision could come in the form of saying, I welcome support. That decision could come in the form of saying, I'm going to pray for a miracle. Even that simple prayer was my decision to stop feeling bad. What happens for so many of us is that we are afraid to claim 
that we can feel good. We are afraid to claim that it's good to feel good. We have this fear-based belief system that if I'm suffering, I'm succeeding. If I'm struggling, I'll make things happen or I'll keep up with everything. If I'm controlling, I'm safe. And it's so backwards. It's quite the opposite. When I feel good, everything I need will come to me. And even in those lowest lows, I can still make the decision to lean towards a solution rather than staying stuck in the problem, even if it's a subtle prayer like I need a miracle. So I wanted to bring up this topic. It's good to feel good. It's good to feel good. It's good to feel good. And for us to really claim that today, a real exclamation point here, guys, a real exclamation point of just claiming that we have the power within us, no matter what is happening around us, to lean into a higher vibrational thought form. We can do that through prayer. We can do that through listening to an episode of Dear Gabby. We can do that through meditation. We can do that through affirmation. We can do that through even just simply saying, it's good to feel good and claiming that. But so much of what this show offers us is a consistent redirect, a consistent pattern interrupt of taking the fear-based belief systems and the traumas and the stories and the dramas and saying, you know, it's good to feel good. So I'm going to lean in a different direction today. So I want you to take that theme with you today. I want you to make that your mantra, commit to feeling good, Remind yourself it's good to feel good. In the moments when you're stuck in a problem, seek a solution. In the moments when you're deeply suffering, simply say, I need a miracle. Thank you, universe, for providing me with a miracle. In the moments when you're feeling funky, just put on Dear Gabby and go for a walk with me and let me help you get into a better mood. No matter what is going on in your life, there's always the moment to choose again, to shift a new perception, to open up your consciousness to a better feeling thought, a better feeling energy, and a better feeling vibration that you put out into the world. It's good to feel good. And on the topic of feeling good, there is a beautiful offering I have for you right now, which is I am about to launch my next meditation challenge. And I do this 21-day meditation challenge that's all about feeling good. Because so many people in my community and Dear Gabby listeners complain that they struggle to stay consistent with their meditation practice. So if you're wanting to really claim this mantra, it's good to feel good, join me for 21 days. It's a 21-day challenge. Every single day, you're going to get a brand new meditation from me. You get it as an email. You could opt in to get it as a text message with guidance. There's a community for support. Thousands of people all throughout the world go through this journey of 21 days of meditative practice. What's beautiful is that if you're a longtime meditator, it will just reignite your spark. If you're someone who's never meditated before, it'll introduce you to 21 different styles of meditation so you can choose what's best for you. And it just puts you into this consistent behavioral pattern where you're every single day leaning into what feels good rather than what isn't working. And it's my way of helping you make that commitment, change your energy, change your thoughts, and deepen your spiritual connections so that you can feel all that guidance that is within you and around you and have a community of people supporting you every step of the way. So if you want to join the meditation challenge, go to deargabby.com forward slash meditation challenge, or just click the link in the show notes. 
deargabby.com forward slash meditation challenge. Let's claim that we're ready to feel good. Let's step into that energy now. We can meditate daily to get there. We can listen to this show and open up our consciousness to claim and remember that our genuine true nature is good. It's good to feel good. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I love cooking. I have a little hashtag going called the Gabby Cooking Show. (laughs) It's really meditative for me. I'm working on a cookbook at this time with a really good friend of mine. And it's also really a time to get creative and obviously make nice meals for my family. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about a company called Green Chef. They're the first USDA certified organic meal kit company, and all of their ingredients are handpicked and delivered right to your door, contact free. Green Chef's expert chefs design flavorful recipes to go way beyond ordinary for a diverse array of meal plans and plenty of options to choose from each week. Ingredients come pre measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped. So you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. And you don't have to throw away any leftovers because they're literally making it for the amount of people that you're cooking for. Green Chef makes leading a healthier lifestyle easier than ever with satisfying home-cooked dinners. I've been using Green Chef particularly as I got busy creating the podcast And it helped me so much because it was already prepared in the perfect measurements. Everything was right in front of me. And I learn a lot about cooking by following the recipes. And the really good news is I've got a special deal just for you. Go to greenchef.com slash Gabby100 to use code Gabby100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash Gabby100 and use the code Gabby100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. Bring on our first guest of the show today. I'm ready for my first Dear Gabby today. Hello. Hey, baby. Hi, how are you? Good. Your name is Celeste? Yes, Celeste. Hi. Um, it's funny because last time, you, for the very first time I spoke to you was last summer when I had just started listening to Dear Gabby. I was going to say I recognize you. And I'm like, was it recently? Was it on the Instagram show? It was It was in the summertime. Wow. Well, I recognize your beautiful face. Nice to see you again, Celeste. <laughs> Likewise. Well, I have two very quick points. I just wanted to thank you so much. You gifted me um, Super Attractor, and it has absolutely changed my life. <laughs> Legitimately. It's been so amazing. My life is totally different. It's been, yeah, it's been almost a year since we spoke and so much has shifted. I made so many really amazing shifts internally um, and subsequently externally. And I'm I'm like living my dream job. I'm doing so many things that I never thought I was going to do. So, um, so thank you, honestly, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. I want you to thank yourself because I always, you know, you've been listening, but I always say that you do the work. I could give you the book but you could have just ignored it. You could have not read it. You could have left it on the shelf. You read it. You did the work. You practice it. Now you're living a super attractor life. Thank yourself. I'm going to take the gratitude. Now I'll, I'll, I'll appreciate all the gratitude you're sending my way, but I, I, you did the work. You did the work. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you very much. So the, I guess the, the follow-up thing is, is that now that I'm, I'm living all this stuff that I've, I've always wanted, 
the the kind of oldie but goodie that's been coming up is the resistance to things being good. Of course. And I start to like expect the okay, when's the other shoe gonna drop? Or like, mm. you know, what's gonna what's gonna happen? So um mm. I was curious to know what you suggest, what you you wanna say in, in terms of that of just like staying of not resisting things when they actually do show up and when they come. Celeste, what an amazing full circle moment we're having right now. I just want to acknowledge how the universe works to bring you randomly back on the show almost a year later after you started your super attractor journey, became the super attractor that you are, started attracting like crazy, which is just what's going to happen. It's just, it is the law. It's what happens when you start to go down that path. And then to come back now and say, okay, I have a very abundant problem, which is that I'm afraid of my greatness. And it's a common thing that happens when we start to attract a lot into our life and we start to receive the blessings back to us because they are merely a reflection of who we are. Our ego, our fear parts, the parts of us that are protector parts, the parts of us that are afraid of believing that everything can be okay, really come up loud. They come up loud. The resistor parts. And those resistor parts have had a role because they've They've minimized our potential greatness so that we could, and I'm making air quotes right now, so that we could play safe, right? So we could feel safe because it sometimes feels safer to be in chaos than it does to be in the magnitude of who we are, or it feels safe to be in fear than it sometimes does to feel like we're super attractors because the magnitude of what it is that we are capable of is so big and it is so surrendered, truly. Because when we're in that state of receptivity, we're in a state of allowing. And those fearful parts of us are controlling. They don't like to allow. So as more comes in and we attract more into our life and we manifest more into our life, the storyline of who am I to have this? Who am I to create this? Who am I to be this is going to be loud. And so what I want you to start to do is instead of trying to shut that voice down, I want you to get curious about it. What is that voice trying to say to you? Is it, is it just trying to say, you know, this is scary because it's so exciting. There's so much there. I'm afraid to lose it. What is it revealing to you? Because it's important to acknowledge the voice of that protector because it's it's showing up for a reason, right? It's showing up right now in this moment because there's still some resistance to your super attractor power. You with me on that, Celeste? Yeah. And there's still a part of you that doesn't believe that this is possible. Mm-hmm. There's a part of you that doesn't believe that you're worthy of feeling good. Mm-hmm. There's a part of you that doesn't believe that it's sustainable. So that's when we get curious, instead of saying, oh, you know, screw that voice, I'm going to push it away and I'm going to trudge forward with the belief that I am great. And we could do all that. I could do all that with you. I'd much rather you get curious because the way to live a super attractor life is to continue to shine the crystal that is you. And that means that when things get good, we take our personal growth and spiritual practice to the next level. We go deeper. We go further. We shine the crystal. Because every benchmark is going to reveal 
more that we can heal. And that's beautiful. That's great. We're here for personal growth. We're here for, and does it get easier? A hundred percent, a hundred thousand percent. Do the personal growth moments go by faster and are they more fun and are they more, more fulfilling? Yes. It just gets easier and easier and easier. But the, but it's not like we're ever going to, we're here in this lifetime, in this physical, physical body to experience the opportunity of getting closer to consciousness and getting closer to the presence of love within us and to start to live and lead from that place of love. And the undoing of all the fear stories happens when we read a book like Super Attractor and apply it. And then more fear stories can start to show up. And so what do we have to do? We have to go back to the book. We have to go back to the practices that work. We have to go back to the therapy. We have to go back to the Dear Gabby episodes. We have to go back to the meditation, whatever it is. When things get good, work more. That's what they say in the 12 steps. You know, when your life gets good, work your program more because you don't want to forget where you started. It's very easy to revert back to old stuff. So right now, I want you to just be curious about what this resistance is trying to show you. There's more to be revealed. There's more healing to be done. There's still a part of you that doesn't believe you're worthy of of feeling good. There's still a part of you that doesn't believe that the universe has your back. There's still a part of you that doesn't believe that you are a super attractor, even though it's all freaking unfolding. So I want you to, with so much gratitude, grace, and ease, Get curious about what that thought is. Ask it some questions. Okay, well, what do I need to heal? What is it about it that you're revealing to me that I still need to work on? Say thank you. Thank you, voice of fear, for revealing to me. There's a little bit more for me to undo. There's more for me to work on. Awesome. Have you read The Universe Has Your Back? Not yet, no. Okay, that's the next book I'm going to send you. <laughs> so, okay. So, perfect. And I'll talk to you in a year because that book is about transforming fear into faith. Mm-hmm. So, sweetheart, you know, you got your super attractor mojo on. You know you can work it. You know you are a magnet. The little voice of fear is coming back up. So, it's perfect. I often say read beauty universe, then super attractor. But in this case, girlfriend, what a perfect moment in time. That's your next book. And go transform that fear into faith because... We are super attractors. We can follow a book like Super Attractor, remember that power. And then the voice of fear can still come up. And the next step is to be in curious conversation with that resistance, ask it what it wants to reveal, and bring it to our practice. Bring it to our practice in whatever form that comes, whether it's now you reading The Universe Has Your Back or somebody going to a therapy session or somebody doing their own personal growth work or spiritual practice, whatever it is. But being in the curious dialogue of what our resistance is revealing to us. I really do want to emphasize, though, that while we're always continuing to work on ourselves and grow spiritually and grow in our personal growth, it does get easier. It gets easier every step of the way. It becomes more fun. And you're you're seeing it right now. Like this next phase, when I saw you a year ago, you were struggling. And right now you're just like, okay, you know, there's some resistance. Okay, got a little more work to do. Move into the next phase now. It gets easier and it gets easier and it gets easier and it gets easier. And so just embrace that completely. And that's the thing also. It's like we don't have to resist our resistance. Just welcome it. Okay, there you are. Let's take it to the next level. What do you want me to learn? What do you want me to do to grow? It's a beautiful way to live. Definitely. Thank you so much, Gabby. Thank Ah, you. Thank Thank you, you, gorgeous. Thank you. It's really good to see you again. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Bye. 
Awesome. Let's take a few more Dear Gabby's today. What's up, man? Hey, Gabby. How are you? I actually met you at Kerpalu back in 2016. I know who you are. I remember you. Yeah. So I just wanted to update you on a lot of things that happened. So um, it was actually because of you, my mom, and our relationship is absolutely amazing. She has turned into my best friend. And every time we talk about, you know, our relationship with other people, because, you know, as a transgender individual, people always ask me like, well, how is it with your mom? And I said, well, it's because of Gabby that my mom and my relationship has been healed. So, wow, wow. Yeah. So I want to thank you for that because now my mom is my best friend and an absolute blessing in my life. I remember the day that we workshopped with you and your mom and God, the miracle and the love that came through that day. And again, you know, I maybe have been, I may have been the facilitator to hold the space for you guys to do that, but it was your bravery to do that work that allowed you to be where you are right now. I'm so proud yeah. of you guys. It's been really awesome. And since then, you know, one of the manifestations that I was doing about the universe has your back at the time, I think I discussed with you that I was trying to get into my PhD for psychology. And uh, I ended up getting in that year, Yep. but I denied it due to financial costs, which was my own personal decision. And, you know, I said to myself, the universe has my back. So currently moved out into Boston doing business. And I actually just did your 21 day manifestation in January with my mom. My mom and I joined together and I manifested becoming a fitness coach. And now my own fitness coach is pulling me on board with his team as a fitness coach with him. And so everything's just been really, really good. And I just wanted to thank you for all of that and um, just send my best regards back to you. Sweetheart, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so proud of you for making big decisions on your own behalf and advocating for yourself when it came to your schooling and your finances and just showing up in the way that you did. And most importantly, I'm just proud of you for bringing so much joy to everything that you're doing, because that's what it means to know that the universe has your back, to just be in that presence of joy and appreciation and just showing up with that attitude and knowing that when you're in that attitude, everything you need will be revealed to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been quite the journey, I guess, you know, one thing that I thought that I'd come to you and question about, which I know what your answer is going to be anyway, but my girlfriend and I, she's also working from home right next to me. I got into this business job and my boss is absolutely horrible to me, which it's like, you know, I, I keep telling myself, like, this is a stepping stone. This is a life lesson. Like I'm here for a reason. And how do I overcome this? And, you know, I keep telling myself to just release it, you know, try to love who she is as a person, but she makes it really hard to love her okay. as an individual. So okay. I guess I'm looking for guidance in regards to that. Yeah. I'd love to talk about that. Yeah. So our purpose is to be love. Our purpose is to dwell in the energy of love. Our purpose is to bring inspiration to everything that we do. And that's hard when you got a boss that's an asshole, right? It's hard to stay aligned in your purpose. So what is the greatest way that you could bring service to this relationship and to this and to this situation? It's not by being perfect. It's not, I'm going to tell you, babe. It's not by being perfect. It's not by doing the job perfectly, though you want to show up at your best, Right. It's by serving her through prayer. When someone's pissing you off, pray for them. 
any boss who has the capacity to be an a-hole to you is having some trouble in their own life. Right. I know that because at times when I was a difficult person for my team to work for, I was struggling. I was going through trauma. I was recovering from my own PTSD. You know, we so whenever you're in a position of 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 perceived power, you're going to you're going to unconsciously or consciously take your own shit out on the people that are working for you by accident sometimes and sometimes consciously. And so the bottom line is she's suffering. She's suffering, suffering, suffering. And your job in the service of her and in the service of the highest good is to pray for her, is to show up every day, seeing her in her suffering and just acknowledging that only a a happy person couldn't act like that. Right. And just say a prayer. I pray for you to have everything that I want for myself. I pray for you to have the peace of mind that I want for myself. I pray for you to have the, the joy and the amazing relationships that I have in my own life. I pray for you to have the attitude that I have about my own life. I pray for you to have the belief that the universe has your back. It's the only way. It's the only way. It's the only way to serve her properly. And it's the only way to serve yourself in this situation, which is to get yourself out of that uh, protector mode, out of that defensive mode, and just into a place of recognizing she's suffering. I'm going to, you know, be mad. Some Most of the time I'll be pissed off by her actions and as quickly as I can remember that I can say a prayer for her. Yeah. Yeah. I will continue to do the practices with that because I, I do do that. I, you know, I've got all my stones and I'm always like, I, I pray for you. I'm releasing your energy, but she is a tough one. That is for sure. So um, I will continue those practices. And just one more thing. I have a, I have a friend who's from Armenia and um, her family is very religious and she just recently came out as bisexual and she has not um, told her family yet. And I sent her your book, The Universe Has Your Back. And that also changed her life completely because she was beating herself up for that too. So just know that you're having a greater impact on people years and years later. I adore you. <laughs> I take that and I appreciate that. And I want to remind you that there's no greater person than you to help her at this time. You are the guru here, baby. She calls me that. She's like, you're my spiritual guru, Bray. You are, Bray, because, you know, you've been through this. You've lived this. You're going to support many people coming out in whatever form, whether it's coming out through a transition or coming out through their sexuality. It's you are a leader here, and I am just deeply proud of you. And and thank you for for giving voice to this on the show, because we have a lot of... Um, gay, lesbian, transgender listeners that I think all deserve to hear your story and also hear how you and your mom were able to come together in the way that you have through uh, a lot of a lot of beautiful love and just connection to the presence of love within each of you. And I'm so proud of you. Well, thank so you much. very much. Well, it was great talking to you. I will let somebody else come on, but I just wanted to say hello and that my mother and I missed you this summer at Kripalu, but we'll see you again. I promise I'll be back. I promise we'll be in person again. Right now, we'll be here on the podcast. We're together here, and I love you, and I'm proud of you. Give your mom a hug for me, please. Okay. I will. Love you too, Gabby. Love you, sweetheart. Good to see your face. Beautiful. I love him. This episode is brought to you by Public Goods. 
the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper and shampoo to pet food, Public Goods is your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. Best of all, the product packaging is so clean and simple. No bright colors or mismatching packaging. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, Public Goods members can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful streamlined aesthetic. I love the cosmetic products and all of the bath products and shampoos. This is a brand that has really hooked me up when I get in the shower. They ethically source and obsessively develop each of their products to be free from unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives still commonly on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. I care deeply about this. I have a toddler. I'm really conscious about what I put in his hair, what I put in his mouth, whatever it is that I'm doing to really keep him healthy and really optimize his health as he grows. I worked out an awesome deal just for my listeners. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash Gabby or use the code Gabby at checkout. This is public, P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash G-A-B-B-Y to receive $15 off your first order. Okay, let's take another Dear Gabby. Hi, honey. Hey, sweetheart. What's your name? Uh, Miranda. Miranda, where are you in the world? I'm in Ontario, Canada. You know I love Canadians. Do you know what I just learned today? I just learned that Canada was named the best country. Like there's some like lineup. I think America's number six. Canada's number one. And when I heard that, I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yep. mm -hmm." Because you all know here on Dear Gabby, I love Canadians. (laughs) So good on you. Number one. There you go. How are you doing, sweetheart? I'm pretty good. I, uh, I guess my question is I am reading Judgment Detox right now. And I'm just in the beginning of it and I'm starting to break all of my judgments down and figure out what they relate to from the past and whatnot. And I've realized that the majority of them come down to issues with my worth and my self-worth. And I can relate to what that would stem from in my personal life from childhood and whatnot. And I, I feel like in my adult life, my current life, I know I'm worthy. I know what I'm good at. I know what my strengths are. I'm fairly confident, but it's my inner child that's struggling to kind of move past the things that happened in childhood that gave me those issues to begin with. So, and maybe this comes in judgment detox and I'm just not far enough along in it, but I'm wondering if like what I can do to heal that when I don't feel like those are my current thoughts or my adult thoughts. Sure. Oh, gorgeous question. Okay. So you're early in judgment detox, practicing the six steps to releasing judgment. And you're in the witnessing your judgment without judgment and taking inventory of your judgment right now. And what happens when we take that inventory is we start to notice what is the story from our past that is creating the judgments in the present. And I just want to acknowledge you first and foremost, that you're doing really brave work and it's my book that most people don't finish because it's a lot of big work. And the 
work that you're doing in this moment is probably the hardest part of the book. That's why I put it up front, because if you can get past this, then you can make it through to the end. And so, so to stick around for the miracles. But witnessing how you've been judging yourself and others as a way of protecting yourself from the impermissible pain, shame, and suffering from childhood wounds is no small thing, baby. It's no small thing. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to just take your right hand and put it on your left shoulder. I want you to take your left hand and put it on your right shoulder. And I want you to give yourself a big effing hug right now. And I want you to squeeze tight. And I want you to say, I am awesome. Repeat it with me. I am awesome. I'm awesome. And I'm doing an amazing job. And I'm doing an amazing job. And I'm brave. And I'm brave. And I want you to close your eyes for a second. And everyone listening, if you're not driving, you can do this with us. Hug yourself and say, I am brave. I'm brave. I'm brave for being here on Dear Gabby. I'm brave for being here on Dear Gabby. I'm brave for doing the judgment detox. I'm brave for doing the judgment detox. And I'm brave for showing up for this really difficult stuff. And I'm brave for showing up for doing this really difficult stuff. Okay, you can just relax and just take a deep breath in. And I want you to let that breath go. And in this place of acknowledging how brave you are, how do you feel just right now after we did that? I feel good. Yep. I feel like I know I can do this. I know I can heal. Do you feel in this moment, after reminding yourself how brave you are, that you could say something to that child part that might be supportive and healing, like like what you just said even. I, I can heal. I can heal. I can work. I can heal us. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you feel called in this moment to say to her? I guess that she doesn't have to do it alone. Yes. You don't have to do it alone. Okay. What else could we tell her? That feels very safe right now. That I acknowledge what, what she's been through. Yeah, I acknowledge what she's been through. And what I want you to do now, because this isn't a therapy session, but it's the beginning of a deeper process for you, right? So I want to be conscious of taking you through the journey of connecting to that inner child in a way that's safe for you, okay? And when you do a book like Judgment Detox, those child parts are going to come up and then the most prominent will be the protector parts, the judgment, right? The judgment of yourself, the judgment of your past, the judgment of others so that you don't have to feel those child parts. And as you continue on with judgment detox, there will be more practices for self-forgiveness and for healing that will really help you develop a greater connection to that child part. But for right now, what I want to add to the judgment detox process is for you to once a day, doesn't have to be all the time. It can be more than once a day, but at least once a day, I want you to compassionately speak to the child part. Okay. From that place that you're in right now, maybe you start with giving yourself that hug and telling yourself how great you are. Okay. And then just saying to that child part, you're not in this alone. I've got your back. I'm with you. Okay. That alone, my love, just being in that resourced part of yourself and saying to that child part, I got your back. I'm with you is enough. I want you to remind your child parts that this is a slow process that you're going to take your time, that you're not alone in your suffering, that many people have suffered like this before you, that you've, that Gabby's been there, every, people, everyone watching has been there. 
and that you're on the journey. You're doing the work. And so while it may seem terrifying in the moment, if you ground yourself in the presence of the practices that you're that you're committed to right now, you can assure that part of your child self that you are taking care of her. You with me? Yeah. There's always deeper work we can do with those. As an IFS, we call it exiled parts. So there's deeper work you can do. But that's not something I can do here, but it's something you can do with a trauma therapist or an IFS trained therapist or uh, EMDR work. There's plenty of places to go deeper there. But right now, even just doing judgment detox with this positive self-talk and this commitment to just showing up for that inner child is a humongous step forward in your recovery. You got me? It's brave. It's brave. You hear me? So I want you to be really proud of yourself. Can you just like really be proud of yourself today? Because it's no small thing to just open that book. It's a big deal. To buy the book is a big deal. To say, oh yeah, I'll buy that book. Big deal. I'm really proud of you. Absolutely. Thank you. And I, I mean, I do, I have a therapist. I love my therapist. She's amazing. She's actually the one who introduced me to your books. And great. I read the universe has your back first. And that was absolutely just life-changing. So I'm just continuing on my journey. So here's what I would say when you go into your therapy, just, just, you know, you can start to open up to her that you're getting just a little closer to helping those child parts yeah. and let her guide you through that. Let her really hold your hand through that. It's a very delicate process and the book is opening you up to it and you have the support system right there waiting for you and take it as slow as you want. I wish you a slow recovery. And I mean that because the more time we take to recover slowly, the deeper the healing can be. Right. It's like, you know, when you're exercising, you don't want to do reps like this. It's like the slower the rep, the stronger the muscle. Yes. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way. Take your time. You're having so many miracles along the way. Yeah, absolutely. You're beautiful. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Good on you for doing Judgment Detox. You're a rock star. <laughs> Go, girl. Thank you. You're welcome, baby. Have a beautiful day. Yeah, Thanks. you too. Yeah, 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 Gabby. All right, I'm that mom that does not want to give my kid soda. But I loved soda growing up. And now I have a beautiful option that is very healthy and has really little sugar. Olipop is a soda I'm thoroughly obsessed with. Before discovering this brand, I hadn't had soda in years. And Olipop tastes just like the sodas I grew up with, particularly my root beer, which I love. But all the sodas I used to drink as a kid are full of sugar, corn syrup, and artificial ingredients like aspartame. Olipop, on the other hand, is made with natural ingredients that are actually good for you. They have delicious nostalgic flavors like vintage cola, my classic root beer, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, and strawberry vanilla. The huge difference is Olipop is much, much lower in sugar than conventional sodas with only two to five grams of sugar from natural sources. No added sugar. Their vintage cola has just two grams of sugar as compared to the regular Coca-Cola, which people has 39 grams of sugar. Please think about that before you give it to your child. Their orange squeeze has five grams of sugar compared to orange Fanta, which has 
44 grams of sugar. Holy cannoli. All of their products are non-GMO, vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly with less than eight grams of net carbs per can. They are so confident that you will love their products that they are offering a 100% money-back guarantee for orders placed through their website. How awesome is that? We've worked out a special deal for Dear Gabby listeners. Receive 15% off your purchase. I recommend trying their variety pack. This is a great way to see which one you love most. And you can go to drinkolipop.com slash Gabby or use the code G-A-B-B-Y at checkout. To claim this deal, go to D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P.com slash G-A-B-B-Y. Alipop can also be found in 5,000 stores across the country, including Kroger, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and Wegmans. Who's next? Hi, honey. How are you? Oh my goodness! I can't. Be- I I can't believe you chose me. Hi, Sylvia. Is that your name, Sylvia? Yeah. I see these little Zoom names in the corner. Hi, baby. I cannot. And I knew you were going to choose me, which is why I man. I came on late, and then I manifested this. It totally. It took two minutes for me to. I could not believe it. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for asking me. Now I'm a nervous wreck. Let me get my thoughts together. Essentially, my biggest stress in my life is money, to be brutally honest. It is. And I love what I do. I'm a teacher. I'm an adjunct professor. So I've been trying to manifest a full-time job with the community college that I work at. I teach um, adult English as a second language. Beautiful. Great. And um, I love it. I love my students. I love what I do. However, financially, it's just a drink, like it stresses me out. The, yep. I think that's my biggest stress. And so when I came on, I, I was running, trying to get my work done before logging on. And then, then I got the message here, but so then I decided, well, I just started this new journey on the side. Maybe I'll start doing some freelance work. I guess my question to you is this. I, I know you say, you know, feel good and, and this energy will then attract. So when you feel good, things will happen. But that feeling of stress is there and I can't make yep. it go away for some reason yep. because I'm always thinking about money. How do I pay my next yep. bill? Yep. How do I, yep. I don't know what to do and I'm, I'm trying, you know, maybe I'm over manifesting. Well, what's happening and I, I want to really intervene. So what I'm hearing, let's talk about financial insecurity and the financial anxiety because what we focus on is what we create. What we bring in our intention and attention to, we create more of. Wherever our energy goes, we're actually creating more momentum behind that. And so I don't want to freak everybody out like, oh my God, I've been focusing on this. Now I'm going to have this problem. Let's stop it in our tracks in this moment. But the bottom line is, is that yes, you're in a situation that currently is not comfortable. Okay. When we're in moments of discomfort, we have two choices. We can lean into this discomfort. We can perpetuate the discomfort. We can focus on the discomfort. We can talk about the discomfort. We can stress about the discomfort. We can create more of the discomfort by being so obsessed with the discomfort. Or we can open up to a different direction, open up to a creative possibility, focus on what is thriving in this moment, redirect our belief systems, our thoughts, and our energetic nervous system. Because we have the power, not necessarily to change our experience in the moment, but what we can do is we can instantly change our experience of the experience. And so by no means do I want to belittle or diminish 
the fear of financial insecurity because that's serious. It's real. It's a thing. But the only way out is to change the vibration, is to change your energetic state. Because any action that you take towards earning more, if you take that action from a place of neediness or control or manipulation or fear or anxiety, it will not work. So whatever actions you take in the pursuit of earning more have to come from a grounded state. So the idea that what I keep thinking is what I start believing, which is what I start creating, is what we have to work with here. So you're in a place of financial insecurity. Some of those belief systems can be old stories from our childhood. They can be real stories from the present. But at the end of the day, we have the power to change the story, even when we don't see the result yet. And that's really important. We have the power to change the story even when we can't see the result yet. This is where a lot of people get it wrong when they're manifesting or changing their thoughts. They start thinking, I I can make money, I can make money. They start using their words, their affirmations, their vision boards, but they don't actually accept that they can actually feel the feeling even if it's not there yet. And that's actually the power of manifestation. And so what I want to encourage you to do right now is to be in the proactive pattern and habit of noticing when you're on that verge of worry, anxiety, or when you're stuck in the swirl of worry, anxiety, and stress. And I want you to use my choose again method to think your way out. I'm going to give you the choose again method, which is something I teach over and over on this show because it's a method that is the way out. It is the pathway to redirection. That's the first step. And then I'm going to take it further. So the redirection goes like this. You're in the story. Can't make enough money. Starting my new business. I'm so scared. Financial insecurity. Noticing the thoughts. That first step is to notice the thought, I'm insecure about money and how it makes you feel. The second step is to forgive yourself for having the thought. Because when you forgive yourself for having the thought, what happens is that you are no longer that thought. You recognize that's a thought that I keep thinking That's a pattern I keep creating. That's a habit that I keep reinforcing. It's not who I am. It's not, it's limiting my possibilities. And I'm going to forgive myself for having that thought. And then the third step is to choose again, which is the fun part, which is to reach for the next best feeling thought. And so in this instance right now, baby, a really great next best feeling thought is this. Okay. I have a job that I love. Not a lot of people can say they love their jobs. I love my job. I have a job that is currently covering my bills and I want more and I'm ready to receive more. And I'm unapologetic about my desire to receive more. When I say those words to Sylvia, does that feel good? It does feel good. You know, uh, I just, you're absolutely right though. It's a history. Um, You know, my family, we moved here. I'm an immigrant. Okay, stop, stop, Sylvia, stop. I don't want the story. Okay. That story, the second you went into that story, I saw all your energy just drain. I saw your face get upset. And I appreciate you letting me beat you up here. Okay. okay. Um, I'm good. (laughs) But I'm going to be bossy because I want to really teach you the message here. I'm an immigrant. I have, yes, all this is true. I I don't want to take, look, I understand. I grew up in a household that was completely a disaster when it came to financial security. My grandmother was a Holocaust survivor. There was a huge lack mentality in my household. But let me tell you something. 
I kicked it. I kicked it at 20 because I decided to. Okay. So baby, the story, I want you to stop it in its tracks. The storyline, my immigrant family, we didn't have money. Okay. I get that. And I don't mind if you go work on that for an hour a week in your therapy, or you kind of unpack that and undo that fine. But I don't want that to be the storyline that's driving your financial experience. And so right now, what is the story that is working? Let's talk about what's thriving. You like your job. You enjoy working with the people that you work with. Tell me more about what is working. Well, what is working is, okay, so I love what I do. I, uh, you know, I'm just living within my means, but I'm living, I mean, I've got a roof over my head. I'm very grateful. I have a beautiful husband. I have a beautiful stepdaughter. I'm going to start my garden outside again. We have a garden. So those things are working, you know, those things are working. And I know you don't want to hear a negative, but I'm so tired of just making it. Okay, 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 okay. So you're really going back and forth. And this is the lesson, baby. The pull towards the negative is so much stronger than what is working and what is thriving. And understandably, look, we got to pay bills. I want to be real. I understand. But you guys need the way out. And so the only way out is a full-blown commitment to what can be. So the full-blown transformation can only come, baby, with a deep devotional commitment to what can be and what is thriving. And so whenever we are in that lack mentality, we are just creating more momentum around that lack mentality. It doesn't mean that you're going to sit on your ass and all of a sudden more money is going to flow into your bank account. It's going to mean that you're going to have to work. You're going to have to open up to like this, this awesome new job idea that you have, but you can't do it from a place of lack. You can't do it from a place of fear. You can't do it from a place of fear. So before you even start to take actions in this new endeavor, I want you to spend at least 20 days. Okay. Full-blown. Your full-time job is to change your money mindset. Full-blown job. You're going to notice when you're in that negative story, you're going to forgive yourself and you're going to choose again. And I want you, Sylvia, to take this even further. When you start choosing again, I want you to like sing it. I want you to scream it from the rooftops. I want you to journal it. I want you to be really, I have a job that I love. The people that I work with, I love. I'm teaching them how to speak English. I'm creating financial abundance for them because they're going to go be able to get a job. I am the best teacher. I love teaching. I'm so good at it. I am rewriting the script. I'm changing the story for my family. I am becoming this new version of myself every single day. I get easier and easier because I become more and more open to possibilities for creative abundance. I want you to really live in the feeling of what that abundance mindset is for you in this moment. Not a fake it, a be it. Right now in this moment, there's a lot that's working for you. You have gorgeous art behind you. You have a beautiful bookshelf with bookcase with all these things behind you. You have a gorgeous scarf. You have a roof over your head. There is infinite possibilities available to you. And some people, we have great examples of people in history who have defied all odds through the power of positive thinking, right? Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Lema Gabawi, incredible, profound humans who had, who really performed miracles through the power of their faith. And so what I'm asking of you right now is to take on that same level of responsibility for yourself. Yes. You got me, baby? Yes, I'm going to do it. 20 days. 20 days. And I wouldn't take any... I mean, listen, if you have to take an action for that other career path, fine. But most importantly, if you can give yourself the 20 days of really focusing here, 
I think that whatever you do for that next career, that side project will have so much more momentum and will be so much easier to get off the ground because of the energetic shift. You with me? Yes. Girlfriend? Yes. Let's go. (laughs) Transform that financial insecurity into financial creativity right now. I believe you. I believe that you're ready. Thank you so much. I, I can't believe it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Welcome, I'm a part so of your miracle membership and I'm so happy I did it. I did okay. your 20 or your, uh, the manifesting challenge. Manifesting well, because idea. you're a miracle member, there are months in the membership that are devoted to financial abundance. Go type in the search bar. There's hundreds of hours of content and meditations. Type in the search financial abundance or money abundance or money mindset, and just see what comes through and use that in the next 20 days. Use the resource that you have. I will. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. Gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Great one. Okay. Love you. Bye, Sylvia. Thank you. Thank you. Have a fabulous day. You too, baby. Oh, what a show. We keep coming back to this theme in every show, truly, of knowing that it's good to feel good. Every single time someone gets Dear Gabby'd, they are coming to me unconsciously or consciously with a prayer. They're coming and saying, hey, I need a miracle. I need some help. I need to see things through the lens of love. The moment that we make that request is the moment that the miracle happens because the shift in our perception is the miracle. Every time we shift our perception, we lean into a good feeling thought And the more we add up those good feeling thoughts, the more we believe in them, the more we trust them. So many of you have left these gorgeous reviews here on this show, just saying that just listening to one episode made you feel good. I actually saw a review yesterday was just like the simplest message. It was just like, it makes me feel good. (laughs) So that's what I want for you. I want all of you to really claim that this is your place where you can come to where you can just make a change in your thought system. Every time you hear someone else, dear Gabby, you can really know that that's you too. Know that their shift offers you the opportunity in that moment to make that shift too. Claim it. Claim it. That every perceptual shift with every guest that comes onto this show or every prayer that is said or every meditation that we practice is a way for you to strengthen your faith in feeling good. And when we claim that completely, that's when we become a super attractor. Being a super attractor isn't about how perfect we are or how great our spiritual practice is. It's about our capacity to lean into feeling good. When you feel good, the universe delivers. We think that, oh, the harder I push, the more I'll get. It's the better I feel, the more I will attract. I really hope that this episode has served you I love this community. I'm so proud that we're all here together. And if you're enjoying this show, I welcome you to leave a review. Let us know how it's going. Tell us about your miracles. I want to witness your miracles in those reviews. And I want you to keep coming back. Every time you press play on this show, you're setting the intention to feel good. So take that with you today and continue to repeat your mantra over and over and over again. It's good to feel good. It's good to feel good. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. 
If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the guidance or special bonus episodes. Your experience of this show means a lot to me, so I really want to welcome you to leave an honest review. And you can follow me on social media at Gabby Bernstein. And if you want to get in on the action, sign up for a chance to be Dear Gabby live at deargabby.com. See you next week. Gabby.